friends, I met a woman today who has three sons on three different work shifts. Boy, do delicious Golden Yolk Johnson & Ridley Farms eggs get a workout at her house with breakfast time rolling around three times a day. Yes, these days breakfast may come at odd hours, but whenever it comes time for breakfast, it means time for big delicious Johnson & Ridley Farms eggs. But naturally, this woman and her sons are concerned under what conditions were these eggs laid. Even with our busy workaday modern lives, we can spare a thought for the poor chickens who make our food. Were they treated well? Was their love of music, art, and culture encouraged to flourish? Ooh, those battery hen eggs are cheaper, but will my conscience allow me to buy them, no matter how cash-strapped I am? Clearly, farmers who pack hundreds of thousands of chickens into inhumane spaces for the sole purpose of squirting out unfertilized over save money, and they pass these savings on to you. But... Johnson and Ridley Farms have a solution that would leave both your radical conscience and your wallet satisfied. Yes, Johnson and Ridley have introduced a third option. Caged eggs, free-ranged eggs, and fugue eggs. Yes, Johnson and Ridley have introduced a third option. Each of our hens has an extra special prefrontal lobotomy performed on them by highly qualified Johnson and Ridley farmhands shortly after hatching. These chickens are barely aware of their surroundings and live in a persistent fugue state capable only of performing the most basic bodily functions, and sometimes they're not even capable of those. Johnson and Ridley Farms' fugue hens have brain activity that is so low, one can ask the question, are they really alive? And so, as they have no means of comprehending pain or discomfort, their cheap, delicious eggs can be eaten without any tinge of guilt, even as those laying them are stacked chicken against chicken in an overcrowded, dimly lit shed. Remember, a breakfast of rich, delicious Johnson & Ridley Farms fugue eggs is a breakfast of swell-tasting, all-round nourishment, because fugue hens are relaxed all the time. They're incapable of processing the feeling of anxiety. Johnson & Ridley Farms fugue eggs are not only health builders, they're thrifty and plentiful, and they bring you the important food essentials, vital food factors you need, including iron and two of the health-beating B vitamins, niacin and B1. So get set for the breakfast shift with delicious, nourishing fugue eggs from Johnson & Ridley Farms. Also available, fugue chicken meat. The chickens cannot feel pain and are not self-aware and are not technically alive after their prefrontal lobotomies, so their meat can be enjoyed by vegetarians. May contain traces of nuts. Now enjoy the role-playing hour, brought to you by proud sponsor Johnson and Ridley. Ugh. So sad. And I just... I just can't see any way out. Is it time to end it all? Sure, in the past I felt bad and thought bad things and considered ending it, and then afterwards I've had some of the best times of my life. I didn't even realize those times were waiting for me. I, I didn't know then what I was going to miss. But lately I'm, I'm not sure. Can I see my way through the dark to reach that light? The feelings are so strong that they're in my my chest and my throat. I'm a failure. I look in the mirror. I see a decrepit old man. I really can't imagine any escape from these thoughts. And they're making it impossible to function. The only escape, the only escape, is to finish it. Life. Today. I guess I'll need to leave a note telling the others that it wasn't their fault, then that it was all me. They shouldn't feel bad. And I should apologize because it'll be them who find my body. How does one write a suicide note? Are there templates on the internet? Maybe there are templates in Microsoft Office. Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see. Do you need a mailing address on the top? Probably not. 
Do you need to sign it and then have your name printed so they know who it's from? I guess a date is important. Uh-huh. Ooh, look at that. Suicide note with dot points. Do I want dot points? No, it doesn't seem very classy. <gasps> Suicide note PowerPoint presentation. I could have an animated GIF and a graph of my depression over the year. No, no. <clears throat> I'd have to leave it waiting on slideshow view or they'd see the slides that are ahead in the preview bar. And then even if they see the first slide, there's no guarantee they'll click to the rest. Best to keep it simple. Traditional. <clears throat> Let's see, you know, I don't, I don't blame anyone. Uh, only photos of my own, just a means of escaping the pain. Wish you all the best, yeah. Good example, that sounds good, yeah. Hmm. Do I want any song lyrics? Any quotations from Wordsworth? No, that's that's cheesy. Oh no, what what if I miss a punctuation piece in in proofreading? What if I make a mistake and I don't catch it in proofreading? Then that'd be the last lingering thought of me. They're left with a misplaced apostrophe or the wrong form of two or the instead of they or solider instead of soldier. I always make that mistake. Oh, wait, why would I mention soldiers in my suicide note? At least I'm safe there. Hmm. All right, I've got a good template from online. Now to begin by composing. Dear friends. No, they're they're not really my friends. And dear sounds kind of disingenuous. Dudes. No, no. Now I sound like I'm trying to write a hip suicide note and failing. Like I'm trying to be that cool guy who suicided. I can't do that. I'm not suiciding in a flannel shirt and a beanbag. (sighs) Ah. Maybe I'll just address them by name. Wendy is away and Willie is room-sitting because Wendy didn't trust us to look after a pet goldfish, so I'll include Willie. But which order do I put them in? Jim first, maybe? No, Jim's kind of a dick. Always thinks he's better than me. Always smug with his handsome face and his good beard. Gordon, the disembodied alien intelligence? No, things have been really awkward between us. Since I killed him, he'll probably be glad that I'm dead. I don't want to satisfy him twice by killing myself and by giving him prime position in my suicide note. Willie doesn't even live here. She's always insulting me. Can I really start with her? But Willie is a woman. She has boobs. Maybe she'll get all sympathetic because I killed myself. Women like guys who kill themselves, right? Maybe she'll show my dead body her boobs. Okay, Willie goes first, then the alien, and then Jim. Hmm, maybe Jim will find my body, and he'll get stressed, and his beard will fall out due to stress. That'll teach him. Although probably, it'll probably be expensive to bury me, right? Yeah, I'll let them pay for it, bastards. Ah, but I should probably leave things to them in the will, right? Hmm, let's see, huh. My comics. I want them to bury me with those, actually. My action figures. I want them to bury me with those. My Supergirl statuette. I definitely want them to bury me with that. Maybe I'll uh, think about it person by person. That's easier. Jim. What will I leave Jim? Jim can have my baldness. Yeah, let's see how you like that, Jim. Not so pretty now, huh? Gordon, the disembodied alien intelligence. Well, he is a disembodied extraterrestrial cloud of light who can create anything with a thought. He doesn't really need physical possessions. Plus, he's got no physical form. But I want to make Jim jealous. So the alien can have my trading card collection. Hmm. Kind of grew out of trading cards anyway. Don't want to be buried with those. And the alien can have my clothes so he can smell them and cry. Even though he has no sense of smell. And Willie, what does Willie get? Well, I want her to be really sad after I'm gone and to think I'm really soulful and to think, oh, why didn't I show him my boobies when he was alive? So I'll leave her my Nick Cave and my Dave Matthews CDs. Yeah. 
I guess I have most of those on iTunes now. So I'll leave her the password to my iTunes account. And my folder with all the MP3s I downloaded illegally from the Pirate Bay. I'll leave her my guitar. Yeah, she can imagine that I used to play it really well. I haven't changed the strings since the last touch of ten years ago. Should I change the strings? No, too expensive. I should probably leave her like a book of poetry, too. Poetry spiritual. Don't really have any books of poetry, though. What about art? Art's kinda, kinda spiritual. <clears throat> Don't really have any art. I have that one Gauguin print, because I like the titties and the black one on the right. Oh, I do have that book, How to Draw Naked Space Fantasy Slave Girls, Frank Frazetta style. That's an art book. Yeah, I'll leave her that. But, but what if all this deep and emotional stuff makes Willie fall in love with me after I'm gone? That'd be terrible. She'd want to spend her life with me, but I wouldn't be there. She might even think, if only we'd had a child together, then at least there'd be something to remember him by. I suppose. I suppose I have been keeping all that seminal fluid of mine in that mason jar in the freezer. I was going to make that bulk donation to the sperm bank once the jar was full, put it on my CV as community work. I could leave that jar to Willie in case she wants to have a baby with me through IVF in her grief. Yeah, that's nice. Feels good deep down to do something selfless for another human being. Okay, let's type that out. Mason jar, seven-eighths full of sperm, goes to Willie. Hmm. (sighs) And she can share with Wendy if she wants. Hmm. Also, she can share with that girl in high school who asked if I had a girlfriend and to look tough I lied and said yes. And she said oh. And I realized later that she might have been asking me because she wanted me to be her boyfriend. But I never had the guts to go back later and find out. I can't remember her name. Anyway, if she wants it, I'm sure she'll get in touch. Okay, that's a pretty good suicide note. Now to proofread. I can only really spot mistakes if I print it out. So, print. Okay, Ah, sit down. Ah, Proofread my suicide note. Let's see. To Willie, Gordon, and Jim. As I shuffle off this mortal coil and go the way of all flesh. Ooh, that reminds me. I need to get to the butchers. Need mints or a spag bowl tonight. Might as well buy all the groceries. I'd better go before the shops close. I'll finish this later. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. And this is Corin Emick, and I hate the role-playing hour because they're too lowbrow. For real comedy, look for my web series Starving. You may particularly enjoy the episode where David Faustino and I kill Gilbert Godfrey's retarded son. That was some good bumper car fun, huh? I totally rammed you from behind. That joke's getting old, Willie. I rammed you hard. They're bumper cars, that's what they do. My favourite part was when the violent crashing of your bumper cars created static build-up that shocked a man that set in motion a complex series of events and an irreversible butterfly effect that in 400,000 years will destroy all life on Earth. Yeah. Wait, what? I love how the Beyonce music seemed to play in time to our bumper car mayhem. That was Beyonce? I can never tell the difference between Beyonce and Rihanna. Not because I'm racist, because I don't listen much to that kind of music. I don't know their songs. Sure. It, it's all just pop noise. You don't mean jungle music? Pop noise. OMG, look. The DM has left a suicide note. The DM killed himself? Oh no, does that mean we'll have to find the body? He was gross enough when he was alive. No, I mean, the door to his room is open and I can see from here that he's not in there. Not in the bathroom. Not in the vestigial toilet. Or the laundry. Or Clutterbuck's room. Not in my room. Not in the war room. Not in the sauna. Now the world don't move to 
Not in the different strokes room. Not in Wendy's room. Willie, you really have to feed that fish. I think it's dead. Wait, so the DM committed suicide somewhere else? Score! I can bring him back to life, like your mortal Jesus. No, Alien, it's not what the DM would have wanted. He presumably went to a lot of effort to kill himself. We don't want that effort to be in vain. It's the first thing he succeeded at. He must have been so sad, full of silent screams. I wish they'd been silent. Guy moaned all the time. On the bright side for him, he's not likely to go bold anymore. Yeah, that bold spot had gone from embarrassing to disconcerting. When I looked into it, it was like it whispered to me, all your ambitions are futile. The only memories we have of him are his bodily greases left on every surface on this house. Such a relief. It's like a weight has been lifted from the flat. 150 kilo weight. I wonder I wonder if we'll get a hot housemate to replace him. Wait, I'll see if there are any twinks on Grinder looking for a place to stay. You can take them bumper carring and ram them from behind. That joke was never funny, Willie. I have a sense of freedom. The air has a different quality. My nemesis is dead. <sighs> we never did the dishes because the DM never took his turn, so the whole process stalled. If we'd done them on the DM's turn, then he knew we would expect us to do them for him all the time, so no one ever dared. Maybe now that he's dead, we can break the deadlock. Maybe, maybe we can finally have clean dishes. Willie, it was Wendy's turn next. Considering she's away and you're here in her place, maybe you can do them. The DM always told me it was you who never did the dishes, Dim. Fine, we're just never having clean dishes. Forget it, it's too complicated. Oh. What is it? My vaginal muscles are just relaxed. Usually in this house they tense up. It's the DM's pheromones or something. They just make my womanly orifices pucker defensively. And, oh, moisture's returned to the desert. It's been so long. Perhaps I can finally invite friends round. I will no longer be embarrassed. Wait, who gets the DM's stuff? Here's some pretty sweet action figures. Flip a coin? Wait, we'll choose in reverse alphabetical order. Maybe it says on the suicide note. What does it say? To Willie, Gordon and Jim. Blah, blah, blah. Pain too much. Not your fault. Not worth going on. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, Jim, he says here he lives to you. His boldness is a curse from beyond the grave. And otherwise he leaves you nothing because he was sick of you always posting updates on Facebook with maps and times about your afternoon runs. What? You do post maps and times your afternoon runs on Facebook a lot, Jim. It is pretty annoying. No. Just had an afternoon run. 28 minutes, 4.8 kilometres. Here's a map. I'm Poop, the things we do for fitness. Yes, it is pretty annoying. Alien, you don't even have Facebook. I do. You and I are just not friends. I stalk your page. Give me that. It doesn't say that. Okay, I just made that part up. Because I hate your afternoon runs. It just says he leaves me nothing because I already have everything I need because I was lucky to be born charismatic and beautiful. Aw, thanks, DM. I think he was trying to pay me out while drowning in self-pity, but it came out as a compliment. Aw. Give me that, alien. He says sorry again for killing you. He says he is always screwing up and hurting his friends. It's true. He is. His awareness of the fact is not at all mitigating. He has something here for Wendy. He asks if she could take a crotch shot, print it out, and leave it in his coffin. Well, that's creepy. We're not passing that on. Hey, I'm mentioned. And Willie, seeing as in real life we never regularly join paunches, I leave you the mason jar seven-eighths full of semen I keep in the freezer in case you wish to have my IVF baby after you posthumously fall in love with me. Wait, mason jar of what? I thought that was lemonade. When it was really hot in summer, I rolled that jar across my neck to get cool. Wow, the only living physical remains of the DM and I have them. So what are you going to do? Throw it in the bin? Nah, I'll rinse it out. I could still use the jar for a smoothie or something. Oh, and he leaves me a book on how to draw nudie girls. Oh, look at that. He said he felt deeply unworthy. Huh. He did have some self-awareness after all. Wait, the pages of this book are all stuck together and crusted over. I'm not sure which has the most biological material, that jar or this book. 
Oh, and look, the DM used an apostrophe in the wrong place. He said it is when he means it's. What a moron. Ah, <laughs> oh, the DM will always remember you as a dick who can't grammar. This is John Leeson. And I hate the role-playing hour because if there's a bit of gaffer tape on the floor, it gets stuck. And then the guy with the remote control has to go in and push it. And when it gets too close to the cameras, they go fuzzy. And one time, one time, you know, it stopped moving completely and smoke started coming out. Look, there must be an easier way of entertaining people, really. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. So what should we do now that the DM has committed suicide? Two things. First, find a new housemate. And I have one right here. <laughs> Willie, meet the person who's moving into the DM's room. His name is Toadfish. Hi, I'm Toadfish. Toadfish can do crazy tricks on a skateboard and he has a thing for Asian women. Hi, I go crazy for Asian women. They're like regular women, but Asian. He's also a no-holds-barred rebel who plays in a rock band and has a history of petty crime, but he's got a heart of gold. There's just no reining this guy in. He's hot too, in his leather jacket. Yeah, but don't even think of romance. It could never work because you're not Asian. I can already sense a years-long will-they-or-won't-they vibe happening. We won't because you're not Asian. But we might. But we won't. I hate you anyway. Do I? Yes, I do. But you're so hot. But I hate you. You're ugly. But are you? Toadfish just like, throw whatever you don't want from the DM's room in the incinerator. And don't drink that mason jar of frozen lemonade in the freezer. Sure thing. I also brought my pet, a tarantula called Biton Chitin. You know, I've always wished my tarantula, who has his own set of wacky personality traits, could join some sort of legion of super pets. But I guess this is just not the household for it. Well, actually... Jim, what was the other thing you said we should do now the DM has committed suicide? Have a party. Where? At my club. You're in a club? How did I never hear of this? Yeah, but it's called Jim's Hellhole. It's the coolest club in town. That's probably why you've never heard of it. Hey. Ah, here we are. My fantastic and cutting-edge club. Part bar, part death metal record store, part art gallery, part alternative dance studio, part strip club, part exotic coffee bean supplier, part comic shop, part firing range, part meeting place for criminal syndicates. And look, it's my right-hand man, Champlain. Hello, Jim. Wow, he has jeans and chains and a sleeveless bulletproof vest and a handlebar moustache and a cowboy hat. And if you take off the cowboy hat, underneath he has a bandana and his hands are in a constant state of readiness, primed for an assault rifle or bazooka to be placed into their grip. He's like a living G.I. Joe. I know. How cool is he? Jim, the dance floor is ready for you and your exotic cool chance. Champlain, clean those beer glasses again. What's wrong with you that you would leave the glasses in that state? Are you fucking brain damaged? Oh, hey, Bindi. Hey. Bindi's my eight-foot-tall, highly desirable transgender queen of the dance floor. Hey, I like your alien. Who, me? Yeah. What are you doing this evening? Would you like to catch a plane to Malta later? Uh, yeah, sure. Aces. Bindi's a star. When the yellow light comes on, this dance floor is an alternative art space and everyone has to express themselves through interpretive dance. I'm a tree. When the red light comes on, it's a stripping stage. Take it off, Bindi! It takes a long time because it's like a bit long. Oh, 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 oh. So desirable. Blue light comes on and it's a power chord death metal all you can headbang buffet.
Green light comes on and it's Philip Glass, and that's impossible to dance to. One, two, three, wink. I really hate Philip Glass. Wow, I could never dance to that. That's so cool. Now we just need to set up the party and pass out the invites. I'll just send out a mass text. The DM is dead. Uh, he committed suicide. Party to celebrate. At Jim's hellhole. There. Wow, that's a lot of replies. I guess a lot of people are coming. I can invite my band. The follow-throughs? They'll rock this joint, like, for real, yo. Jim, the cups are clean. If you like, you may eat sushi off my abs and tattoo your name in Egyptian hieroglyphics on the inside of my butt cheeks. Wow, that's so cool. We'll do, Champlain. You always know how to make an evening more upmarket. What food should we get for the party? What food says, the DM is dead, hooray. Chicken wings. Really? Chicken wings are always good. Are they, like, cool? Who cares? They're chicken wings. That shit fucking, you drench them in sauce, cook them with paprika. Man, it's like heaven took a dump in your mouth after heaven ate a bunch of really good chicken wings. I like your colours. Do you have any piercings? Um, no. Would you like some? <laughs> Hello! The DM's ex, you're here to celebrate the suicide of the DM? Oh, aye, he was always trying to poke me in the bum. He was a right wanker. I'm going to party all night. Great. Gabriel Gloria Garcia Marquestefan, writer of the role-playing hour. Are you here to celebrate the DM's death? Koi. Hey, Gabriel. Ah, Bindi. Gary Sweetson. Uh, g'day. Celebrating the DM's death? Uh, too right, and mourning him. I'm like a cut snake, mate. I won't be able to nick any more shielders off him. Through here, read a comic, chat to the criminal underworld, have some Kopi Luwak, whatever you want. Bonza. Mm, this looks like the place. Nefarioso, Feralonius, come on in. Oh, Jim, we're going to party, party. None can match us in partying, and all will be destroyed in the dance competition. When it comes to partying, we are the cat's pajamas. Let's take a seat over here, Feralonius, in a dark corner. Yes, boss. Does that guy have a talking cat? Ernie, Wino, the DM's D&D buddies, welcome! Yes, and might I say, I am delighted that the DM has rolled a fumble on his wisdom check and chosen to purchase a proverbial agriculturally zoned home and land package. <laughs> Frankly, he smelled, and the only scent I enjoy is the internal bouquet of a slut! And the DM was bad at running games. Indeed, he was tragic. This week... Slurry. Hey, cow slurry masturbator. Hey, look, it's the leader of the role-playing hour, Katia's Robert Mugabe. Hi, I am Robert Mugabe. Wow, such a turnout. People really are glad the DM's dead. I know, and it's great to let my hair down. Jim, I'm going to do another shot from between your thighs. Okay, here you go. Jeez, I tell you, I never karaoke ding-dong the witch is dead so many times in one night. You know, the one downside about the party is it is tangentially about the DM in some way. I mean, 
Why even party for him being dead? He's just so banal, so boringly pathetic, that even him being dead is a non-event. Why should anything in our lives be about him now that it doesn't have to be? Yeah, true. This should just be a party for the hell of it. Yeah, man, I'm going to go hook up with Nefarioso. Oh, yes, grind against me, you vixen. Boss, you raven! This'll make Toadfish jealous. Oh, so jealous. But I thought I only liked Asian women. Red light, strip! Oh, got too much clothes. I best take it off. Slurry, slurry. Slurry, Here goes my jacket shirt with the blue winners. Slurry, Oh, so cool. Peel off my leather pants. Very Slurry, I'm famous. Yellow light, interpretive dance. This reminds me of uh, the novel I wrote on a ream of printing paper that uh, was not actually separated into separate sheets. I was taking an awful lot of drugs, traveling Route 69 in the US. A very interesting novel, mostly long descriptions of my sexual fancies. Now you can see me now acting it out as if it was a real. Green light, Philip Glass. Um, I'm not. I'm not quite sure how I. Slurry. Left foot. Slurry. Left foot. Right foot. I am, I am a dance, dance revolution at home that is programmed into it and I had to give it back because uh, they wouldn't even give me a refund. They said I was warned. Hang on. What do people want? This is really hard. You get tired very quickly. It's harder to dance to than maniac. Now let's turn the rave music on. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there, sunshines and moonshines. We've been called in the vicinity on account of a call about unusually loud music emanating from the situation of the premises. That's the situation that was emanating that we was called about. Yeah. Officers, we can explain. And when we heard about loud music playing at a premises... When we hear about that, we say... Turn it up louder so we can get down! Oh, Barry, you're blowing me mind!
streamers. What was the craziest party you've ever been to? Mine had streamers. Did yours have streamers? Call in now and tell us on 8313 5000 or you can write on the Facebook wall. The address is www.facebook.com forward slash the roleplaying hour. You're listening to Jim, the disembodied alien intelligence, a bunch of partygoers and me, Willie, here on the roleplaying hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio and online. Episodes 1 to 265 can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com. Most of the episodes since then can be found at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in on 83135000 and tell us about your craziest party. Mine also had musical chairs and spin the bottle. But instead of kissing, we stamped each other's hands with stamps we made ourselves out of potato halves. and I hate the role-playing hour because I caught them with a complete Firefly DVD box set betwixt their nethers. Not shiny, guys. Not shiny at all. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour. I hate it so much that I sent an entire fleet of Vorture-class heavy cruisers to blow them out of the sky. And I am your son. (laughs) Come on. Okay, now, do we have a caller there on the line? You do. It's General Flex Factor. General Flex, hello, sir. So you've been away again in uh, some form of war zone doing secret yes, work? Yes, Slow, Slowly but surely waking, making my way from Afghanistan to Gaza. Slowly but surely wanking your way from Afghanistan to Gaza. Oh, okay. Making, okay. Making my way. Okay, well, that, that's that's. That's great. Good luck no, there. I, I missed, I missed, I think, the, the, the sort of middle third of this show. Mm-hmm. The DM was writing a note to his friends, mm-hmm. and now, now you're having a party. Yes, can, you, people... can you fill me in on, on the blanks? Can you, can you fill the gap? The uh, DM died. Uh, I'm, DM I don't died? know. I'm not in the same room as them. So though, though they may be talking to you, obviously I can't hear them because I would break the fourth wall and spoil the plot. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll bring someone in who is in the same room with them so that you can have a coherent conversation. Hello, hello, sunshine. So, what are you up to there? You was a good caller, uh, huh? You was a good caller. I'm, I'm trying to make sense of, of what I've heard. I've heard DM writing a note and a party and nothing in between. The DM committed suicide. We're all having a nice party about it. Oh, that's not very nice. That's quite disrespectful. Well, it started off related to his suicide, but then we decided he wasn't important enough to commemorate in any fashion at all, so we're just oh. having a party for the hell of it. Well, can I give a brief eulogy? Yes. I didn't know the DM, but I did listen to him on Friday nights. It, it felt like we were having a conversation. He seemed to be maybe not a good man, but not a bad man. And I think that his, his life did might have made the world richer, but probably didn't. But, you know, all right, bloke. Still plenty of enough lies in there that it was a good eulogy. Enough positive glossing over of the floors. Totally got tears in my eyes. Good to see. And actually, I was briefly suspended for uh, shooting an underage prostitute, and uh, I had to gloss over a lot of floors working as a cleaner late at night. So, good to see that happening here too, that tradition continuing. Yep. Mr. Flex, do you want to give a shout-out to anyone or, or report on anything, any top-secret activities that you can give, make us privy uh, to? I'd like to give a shout-out to my friend back home, Nicholas Pipe. He's listening Pipe. right now. Nick Pipe. The Piper. Yep. The piper The Pied yep. Piper of Nick. Okay. Yep. Do, do you often make jokes about him nicking pipes? Do you often say, oh, where's me pipe? Nick Pipe, yeah, Mr. Well, Nick. When, when, when I'm, the, the, the few times that I'm actually home and off-duty mm-hmm. and we're together, oh, it doesn't stop. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always constantly losing my pipe. Never know where I, where I put my pipe. Yeah. I'm always asking someone to bring me my pipe. Yeah. 
I hope you mean tobacco pipe, otherwise I'm... You're fucking busted, mate. You're fucking taken back to the station and I'll fucking beat you with soap and a sock. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> well, you should have made better life decisions. He's been partying sorry. pretty hard, Flex. I'm sorry. I'm fucking hyped up. I've been partying on the dance floor and Philip Glass is really hard to dance to. It's left foot, right foot. <laughs> <laughs> It's too abstract. It's not even little fish, big fish box. Can I have a small It's large fish, large fish, Diplodocus, Schrodinger's cat in a box. <laughs> Try doing that in a dance floor. Can I speak to Willie for a second? Mm-hmm. Hello. Willie, welcome to the Roth AR. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm a, I'm a listener and it's good to hear some new voices. I'm back she's, and she's forth. Been, she's been here before. Yeah, yeah I just kind of take over the house she's when been people go. Many years ago, yeah. I'm very, I'm very impressed. She actually does the voice I, of Steve whenever Steve's ill. I do. Well, we're running out of time, so thank All you, right. Mr. Flex. We're gonna thank Flex. Thank you, sir. Love your work. Bye, bye. I'm just gonna say quickly. Boyfriend, boyfriend. I can edit that in later. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Perhaps you want to subscribe to Radio Adelaide. It's a great deal. Uh, if you subscribe this month, you're going to the draw to win $600 to spend at SA's Home of Live Music, the Governor Hindmarsh Hotel. That's $400 for concerts, $200 for meals. So you get to eat and you get to see some concerts. A lot of good bands and folks go there. So that's a good deal. Very tempting. All you have to do is subscribe. You've got a magazine sent out to you with uh, Radio Adelaide News as well. $75 standard, $40 concession. Uh, you enter this, you've got a pretty decent chance of winning. Much better than Lotto. Not that many people subscribe every month. So, you know, you're, you get good, the good feeling of supporting community radio and then possibly the good feeling of a nice meal at the Gov and a band of your choice. So, uh, yes, 83135000 during business hours. Dial that to subscribe. Uh, I don't know if anything was on the Facebook wall because I didn't take the time to check it. But, uh, we uh, yes, we'll be back with you after this musical break. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. This is Lance Jenkins, and I hate the role-playing hour because they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Yeah, I love their song, Hot Asian Schoolgirl. I love their song, Asian Girl, You Make My Heart Go Wild. I love their song, Asian, Asian, Asian Girl, Girl, Girl. Toadfish really is going to be at home in our wacky gang. Oh, hey guys, just crowd surfed my way here. Toadfish, may I have your autograph? Ah, oh, sure thing, you crazy cats. I love the way your cigarette droops out of your mouth when you talk like you don't even care, and the way you flick your hair back between sentences. Yeah, no problem, man. Oh wow, Toadfish's autograph, and I'm going to be living with the lead singer of The Follow-Throughs. Alien, what is that? Do you have a piercing? Maybe. Jim, the bubble machines are installed. You idiot, Champlain. Did you install them properly? Oui, Jim. Oh, well, turn them on then. Bubble party! 
And bubbles are emerging from the machine and encompassing people's dancing bodies. Oh, hey, narrator. I didn't see that you were here, too. And Jim is engaging the narrator in conversation. Guys, guys, I'm pretty drunk and I'm thinking, after party in my flat! <laughs> Yeah, I don't have to be ashamed of where I live now. Everyone can come over. Slurry, slurry, slurry. Uh, your flat is pretty cool, Jim. Uh. Oh, thanks, Cal Slurry Masturbator. Hey, use a coaster, Gabriel Gloria Garcia Macosta fan. Coin. Look, boss, it's Gabriel Gloria Garcia Magistafan. I heard he was dead in the disco. Ah, Kato. You know, I I don't think I could ever kiss you, Willie. I know. I couldn't kiss you either, Toadfish. You're just not my type. Uh, excuse me, do you know where the bathroom is? Yeah, over there, Robert Mugabe. Thank you. So, after Milan, I was thinking, yes, maybe we should settle down, adopt a child. You mean? Yes, there's no one else I would rather spend my life with. And that's my tattoo. Oh, nice tattoo, Champlain. That's well cool. So basically, we broke this door down, then we arrested this den of prostitutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, that sort of abusive language is uncalled for. You'll probably grow up to look like your mother and never go to Asia. And you'll probably grow up to lose your bad boy good looks. I could never be in a relationship with you. And I could never be in a relationship with you. Oh, excuse me. Did you see Robert Mugabe? He had a wet penny in his pocket. I know. And I am having a great time at this killer party. Great, narrator. Great. And Jim is saying how great it is that I'm having a great time at this killer party. Everyone, we have an announcement to make. Shh, everyone, let him speak. Bindi and I are engaged. Felicitations. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. It has just been <laughs> such a whirlwind romance. <gasps> I thought after Dr. Upcake broke my heart, I would never recover. Gordon? Dr. Upcake? Gordon, I've come to win you back. Over my dead body, you home-wrecking hussy. Oh, they're fighting! Look at it! Guys, don't fight over little old me! Oh, Dr. Upkick and Bindi are fighting and it's so hard. Five bucks says they kiss. Never mind, they're already kissing! And Bindi and Dr. Upkick are making out on the floor and it is kind of turning most of the party guests in this small suburban flat on... Oh, Bindi, you sexy thing. Oh, Dr. Upkick. Hi, Jim. I'm a TV executive, and I just happened to be at your bar before, and I came back here, and I've noticed that you are cool wherever you go. Oh, I was thinking, how would you like to star in a TV show all about fashion, international travel, and uh, trendy beards? Or we could start a franchise of your bar. Have Jim's hell holes all over the country. We could, we could open some in France.
perhaps I could finally return to the city from which Jim kidnapped me as a small child before he forced me into servitude. Shut up, Champlain. That sounds great, TV executive. And a nude spread in the country's leading magazines, did you say? I didn't say anything about a nude spread in the country's leading magazines. And a nude spread in the country's leading magazines, did you say? Guys, guys, Bindi, Dr. Upkick and I have an announcement to make. We are all getting married to each other. I am using my godlike powers to alter the marriage laws and make it possible. No! Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, you're too kind. Oh, Robert Mugabe's doing the limbo. How low can you go, Robert Mugabe? I can go the lowest. Wait, is that a wet penny in your pocket? Oh, boss, this is a wicked party, huh? Yes, it's pretty good, isn't it? I'm going to set the dance floor on fire. The truth is, Willie, you're not Asian, so... Yes, yes. So, so, for you, I could learn to love women besides Asians. Toadfish, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. A TV star, an icon to the country, my dream come true. I'm so happy. Uh, guys? DM, we thought you were dead. We thought you committed suicide. No, I... I just went out to buy groceries. Like this jar of stuffed bell peppers. Do you want a stuffed bell pepper? Oh, yes. These are really good. Wait, so what exactly is going on here then? Uh, we were having a party. You thought I committed suicide, so you were having a party. Of course. Man, these stuffed peppers are great. That was just a draft suicide note, and... Why is the furniture in my room changed? Oh yeah, um, DM, when when we thought you were dead, Toadfish moved into your room like five minutes later. Um, Toadfish, sorry to break this to you, but you're going to have to move out. What? Screw you guys! I knew that I never should have betrayed my fetish for Asian women! No, Toadfish, don't leave! I'm not leaving! I'm going to piss on the wall of your living room in a childish act of spite and then leave! Oh, yeah. Right on your wall. No, Toadfish, don't piss on the wall and then leave. Party is over, everyone. Everyone out! Wait, Jim, you live with this guy? The paunchy, balding, depressing one? With the acne? The string vest and the pigeon chest? Which looks like a dented wicker basket full of rats? Though that guy's serious, seriously not cool. I'm not sure how cool you could actually be living with a guy like that. No, TV executive, wait! No, oh, you made me look at that, Jim, that horrible man. I realise now how impermanent the universe is and how futile all my ambitions are. I'm quitting the TV biz and joining a monastery. The deal is... Off! No! Jim is disappointed because all his dreams have failed. So close and yet so far. Shut up, narrator. Get out of my house. The narrator is going home because this party sucks. He will split a cab with Robert Mugabe. No, I will never escape from the human slavery Jim has placed me in. Well, at least my dream cannot fail due to the DM's presence. Hmm. Actually, I seem to recall that the DM fellow has no soul. It uh, reminds me that we are all uh, we are all just meat, and that uh, feelings are simply chemical reactions. Reflecting on that has destroyed all the love in my heart. No! I use my godlike power to change your mind with a thought. You love me totally. Wom wom. I love you totally. So, Willie, I guess you're uh. <laughs> Probably pregnant with my IVF baby now. You guess wrong. Oh. Fuck you, DM. Well, I guess I go back to my room. Where is all my stuff? Incinerator. <sighs> well, uh, I just leave Toadfish's stuff out here in the lounge till he can pick it up and I'll sleep on the floor. Wait. 
DM. Yes. DM. I. Yes. Jim. Can I have another stuffed bell pepper? Yes. Here you go. Thank. Well, thanks a million, DM. Actually, I'll, I'll take the job. You kill my dreams. It's really fair. Hey, we fixed a misplaced apostrophe on your suicide note in case you want to write a second draft. We'll pay for an editor if you want to make it really good. It can be the best suicide note ever.